Welcome to XOXO, Amanda and Becky talk about Gossip Girl. I'm Amanda. I am Becky. Today we're talking about uh, Season 5, Episode 12. I have no idea what the title of the episode is. I am looking it up right now. Um, Let's see. Bear with me. Okay, it is called... Father, father, and the bride. Father oh and the bride. Yeah, okay. and it was the episode was directed by Amy Heckerling, who I believe directed um, Clueless. Interesting. Shocking. That's <laughs> fascinating. You do just as a heads up. There's a little bit of reverb going on on your end. Probably because my computer is whirring away. Um, how is it now? Any better? Oh, but that's fine. No. <laughs> like we always say, our audience is not here for the audio quality. <laughs> um, yeah, we're getting really avant-garde with our... Sure. I mean, we can also just try re-recording. We've recorded for a minute and 20 seconds. Um, eh. No, it's okay. No, let's keep going. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a minute and 20 seconds. I'll never get back. So okay, Yeah, good point. So, um, A Father and the Bride. So, I am shocked. That I don't understand the title. Because of the priest? Oh, sure, 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 sure. You know who Which he I looked like? I have a lot of questions about that He looked whole... like a very buff Ryan Phillippe. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I was going to say, he looks very gaunt. Uh, yeah, a um, gaunt, buff Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, I can see that. He also kind of looks like, um, I don't know. It's tough. What a, what an interesting episode. Okay, let's, let's jump in. Yeah. Blair, we're, we're continuing this uh this theme of Blair deciding she's going to marry Prince Louis because mm. she made a promise to God <laughs> and if she only could make a deal with God. Um so she can't marry she can't be with Chuck because if she's with Chuck then God will strike Chuck dead. <laughs> and then he will die. I know. Is that what she thinks will happen? I that think just so. Keel over. I think that's sort <laughs> of the general idea. <laughs> Good on a Peloton. Oh, God. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so she's, she's continuing. And like, it's so interesting because I think what the writers of the show probably want us to think is that we should be rooting against Blair's marriage. But the way that this episode was set up, even though you're like, I know that she's going to end up with Chuck, and I know that we're supposed to want her to end up with Chuck, but like... I just want the marriage to be successful. Like, I just want her to get married at this point. See, okay, because I will say... So the episode circles around, so, okay, it's, like, what, a week away from their wedding? And um, Princess, what is Beatrice. her name? Beatrice. Princess Beatrice comes through 
and she's she, she wants to break she's still trying to like play dirty and break up the engagement because of some re- like I don't because I think she's she like wants generous? she wants to be the <laughs> she wants to be the leader of Monaco for some reason right and but what, she still wouldn't wouldn't Louis have to like uh die or something it's but not totally <laughs> it's not totally clear there's also this thing going on the priest who's like the royal advisor who she is having sex with <laughs> yeah who she's like having an affair with well i mean without getting like totally so basically there's like this whole like sabotage plot and i you're supposed to like i think you're supposed to be like oh this is like i'm we're like as a viewer i'm feeling threatened by this plan and it's like no like Worst case scenario, they just don't get married, which they shouldn't get married in the first I know, place. It so was... I don't care. The stakes are like so insignificant. The stakes are non-existent. There was so much going on in this episode that was mystifying to me that I like truly did not understand. And even as things were happening, I was like, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Could you share some of those? It was most the Nate and Serena storyline which we'll come to which like kept evolving in a way that was incomprehensible to me it got very confusing (laughs) towards the end I was like I genuinely don't follow so anyway um Beatrice who I found very appealing in this episode just like like visually (laughs) Julie she seemed like a nice a nice friend i a know nice that princess i know that like well, she comes whole, around at the end i guess she does so she's sort of playing nice with blair meanwhile she is scheming with the royal advisor priest guy Flash who priest. she's who Wait, she's we, i'm sorry continue go ahead can we please talk about okay so they're so they're planning so Blair is having a bachelorette party, which sounds boring as hell. Or like fine, whatever. Her it's bachelorette like- party looked very fun to me. I was like, this looks I wanna be doing tequila shots in a bar. Nothing sounds better than that. No, no, no. To me. the one that she plans. <laughs> oh, the one she plans sound horrible. Yeah. Sounds horrible. So she plans this one. But okay, so she's getting she's picking up Macron at <laughs> at Lottery. And there is the weirdest shot of somebody walking out of Lauderay with a, like, gelato with a macaron yeah. on top. And Blair just, like, I, it's such a weird, like, I don't, why is she, like, looking so longingly at this ice cream? I like, don't know. That was so weird. <laughs> really weird. It's not like, she's not like, there were oh. There were a number of very peculiar shots in this episode amy heckerling what i didn't understand why like i know that they needed her to like turn around so she could see chuck but like it just felt so like it felt like it should have been like oh i shouldn't have any macarons because i need to fit into my vera wang or something and then she just turned and then she's just like oh fuck like whatever this line is taking too long and they just leave and then she runs into chuck it felt like such a weird like why is she like longingly looking it was so weird 
The original plan for her bachelorette party was to go to some fancy hotel and drink, like, fancy cocktails and, like, do facials or something. <laughs> they were going to, like, just, like, because they were talking about Kiki de, de Mont... I don't know how it's pronounced. It's, like, very, very expensive lingerie brand where, like, a bra will cost you, like, $600. But it's, like, or are they all just going to, like, wear, like, lingerie together? Like, what is the plan? That's so homoerotic. <laughs> Which I'd be fine with, but, like, I didn't really understand what the plan was. I guess they could be wearing, like, pajamas or, like, fancy pajamas and, like... I just feel... I, I just feel like wearing fancy pajamas is such an unsatisfying experience for me not that i have any my when i say fancy pajamas i'm talking about things that i buy at target instead <laughs> of like an old t-shirt and when i wear them it's like oh i feel so luxurious but i'm like i can't sleep in this it's not i'm like not having a good time well that's like when i worked at j crew and i worked on the sleepwear line very glamorous i know and i was like Mm, like, don't people just, like, sleep naked? <laughs> like, sleep in their underwear? <laughs> and I was just, like, I never said that out loud to my coworkers or my boss because I wasn't trying to, like, out myself in that situation. But I was, like, don't people just wear, like, whatever? Like, do people, like, wear pajamas? <laughs> Dad's old Obama t-shirt. That became mine. Remember when he, we bought that at Urban Outfitters? I do. God. How times have changed. Ugh. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I mean, that whole... I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. It's very Blair. Blair doesn't like to have fun. None of these people really like to have fun. Um, but then it, it, what, so then she runs into Chuck and it's like, and Beatrice the entire time is like, Blair, we should do something fun. We should do something fun. Not this like stuffy bachelorette party. And Blair's like, nope, this is what I want to do. But then she runs into Chuck and Chuck somehow has Blair's itinerary. Chuck is, Chuck is. Literally stalking Blair. Mm -hmm. He says this at the beginning of the episode to Nate. He's like, the difference between sleuthing and stalking is getting caught or something. And it's like, and Nate just kind of chuckles. And it's like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> this is so yeah, problematic, you guys. It's bad. It's like, it's... this was the relationship we were glamorizing. This is literally abuser behavior. Yeah, it's very, it's very insane. I mean, I can see Chuck being like, what the fuck? But then it's like, <clears throat> you're dealing with two very unstable people. So I don't think you can ask for anything rational, but this is bad. <laughs> but so. So Blair, because Chuck has the bachelorette party itinerary. Blair's like, okay, let's go where Chuck won't find us. Like, fuck it. Let's, like, do something else because I don't want this man following me around. Um, because, oh, can we please talk about when she goes to confession? My God. Okay, I've, as somebody who's been to confession, this is not, I mean, I'm sure that these confession boxes exist or whatever. 
when I went to confession, it's just like a room. You don't like Yeah, it. there I have been to confession in the little like booths. I love going to confession. Oh, Can I just I, say that? I, I love it. I love to confess <laughs> my sins to somebody. And but like Have any much... you would like to share? <laughs> Not with you. Only it's between me and God and a priest. But the and Father actually, Smythe. Father Smythe. Oh my God. Um, I don't know that I've done anything like particularly. <laughs> I mean, I gossip constantly. That's probably not great. But anyway, um, so yeah. I mean, it's generally not so formal. Like also okay I was confused by this so she she thinks that she's talking to Father Smythe but she's not that's the conceit I like how A she doesn't really know his voice and then B like you can kind of see through the screen like it's not like opaque wall no no and then I don't understand how she like how this is just like a random church it's not like a church is it like a church that's like affiliated with like the like principality of monica or something like how do they like how does this other priest get in well she also i just as a point of clarification if you become a catholic as an adult you do have to go through the rite of catholic initiation of adults rcia which is a process where you have to, like, go to classes. Right. You have to, like, it's not just, like, you start going to church and then you're a Catholic. It's much, much more involved Even in Catholics that. Catholics don't go to church, so you're definitely not a Catholic if you're going. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I was more confused about, like, how he was this other the priest that is sleeping with Beatrice and like wants to be part of like the royal whatever whatever like I was confused about how he the logistics of him getting into the confession booth at the right time or other people going to confess it like no, I, you can't think too much about any of this because you're just like, there's simply no way that, that any but of this I could have happened. Get, like, my eyes really on Father Smythe, so I was like, is this Father not Smythe, him? all I remember is that he's brunette. Okay, and this guy's very clearly blonde. Um, They should have made him, like, African-American or something, but, like, God forbid there be he's a, not, any, he's any diversity at all. Afri- <laughs> like I know, a- they should have made Father Smythe African-American oh, so yeah. that it was, like, I was like an what? even more clear visual, <laughs> excuse me, demarcation. Add some much-needed diversity to this. There is none. We did have the one friend of color. Oh, today. yeah, we had that one Asian friend who I was like, who are you? The, we had an the Asian and the South Asian friend of color. Is she South? Wait, who's the South Asian friend of color? I forget what her name is. <laughs> Penelope or something. Is Not she Penelope. South Asian? Uh. Hmm. 
I'm sorry, I'm not good at judging people's race on the show. I didn't know Vanessa, I didn't know Jessica Shore was biracial. I thought she was white. <laughs> so I was so hey, Well, that one that maybe you should have been able to put together. <laughs> um, I was like, what? And then, and then I, I, you know, I, I learned, you know, sometimes happy, you just... happy Black History Month, by the way. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Happy Black special. History Month from the the whitest show on television that's ever been on television. Are they going to say the whitest podcast ever be recorded? I, the I two do of us? think. I mean, we're certainly white. There is no question about it. But I think there are podcasts that are whiter than this podcast. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there there must be. There are topics, well, are there, I think the <laughs> lens with which we look at Gossip Girl is not through the a, whitest. Through a CRT we, lens. <laughs> critical race theory lens. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't go quite that far. By the way, we both support critical race theory, just in case anyone was confused. <laughs> we are in full support. Um, oh my god, I apologize for that detour. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yes, they should have made some sort of more significant <clears throat> something to, yeah, because, I mean, I mean, whatever, it doesn't whatever. matter. It's like, I got confused for a minute and then I was like, okay, I guess that's what's happening. Um... <laughs> Amanda, stop. <laughs> so, I don't know. Where are we now? So, she goes. Okay. So, so, okay. Beatrice and the priest are scheming. Yes. Mm -hmm. We, they are trying to break up the marriage uh, or the, the wedding. So, basically, the plan is get Blair really drunk, get her to do something inappropriate that looks bad slash is illegal and make her look so bad in the press that no we like the, the plan is for her to get like she and chuck will still end up in the same place and then she'll like she'll fall in her, she'll like fall back into whatever with Chuck. I think that's the plan. I think what ends up happening is not the plan. And I think that's why Beatrice ends up coming around. So they, they take her to some bar that again, looked very fun to me. The clientele looked tough. Like I but would like, not want to be around those sure. people. <laughs> but the bar, like the atmosphere, they were playing. I'm sexy and I know it. Yes. Which was, incredible to me mm -hmm. and it just burp, 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 burp. sorry <laughs> we don't get copyright infringement i don't think that was a close enough approximation <laughs> of that <time>. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sexy. No, all right now you're in dangerous territory oh god I'll stop, I'll stop. <laughs> um oh yeah it looked very I was like, I would have a good time, I think, at this bar. Can we talk about Blair's dress? I don't even know what it looked like. It was like a purple jersey 
long sleeve dress with like embellishment down the center front interesting very tough it didn't even register for me for some reason it was like out of character in that it was like form-fitting in a way that we don't but it was like still like weirdly conservative and like i don't know i wanted to i was like come on like show off your like thoughty self blair come on what was the name of that? Does that... I'm sure that bar does Panchitos, I think. I'm going to see if I can find a I think picture. it was supposed to be in lower Manhattan based off. Panchitos, yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not great. It's also, like, ruched. Oh, permanently closed. What do you mean it's closed? TripAdvisor.com. Let's read this. I've been going to Panchitos since the early 80s and had a lot of firsts there. Uh oh. <laughs> we were there the Friday before New Year's Eve, about 1.15 in the afternoon, and it was closed? Huh? No sign, no explanation, nothing. We even ran into another family who had gone there years ago to celebrate right after they were expecting their first child. I don't know if I'd want to go here if I was pregnant. I feel like the point is to get fucked up at Panchitos. Although well, she's not just... pregnant. No, 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 no. On this. Oh, sorry. I was being... review. <laughs> Probably yeah, was not ruched. the best idea. Ruched. Yes, it was just bad. Um, okay, I. But she like... looked like she. Would... This is the first time we've ever seen Blair like have fun. Have fun. Can we talk about? Okay, it was such a was... pleasure to watch. This is what I was confused about. Was she... So, she had told all these secrets to who she thought was Father Smythe, but it was really the French, the evil French priest. And then, or the evil priest from Monaco, who was then telling Beatrice... Is that her name? Beatrice? Who was then feeding the answers to this drinking... Is that what... I was like, how does... I she was this a little bit. I was a little bit confused about that too. Your <sighs> suggestion, I think, makes some sense. I'm glad that we got mention of Carter Bazin. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Who wore they, her underwear on I don't a date? Remember. Also, when did they go out? I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. When they were like, "Oh, Blair's," uh, we're gonna because they have this drinking game, and it's like. All of these secrets about Blair's relation exes. And I was like, Blair has like one ex and it's Chuck. And like, I guess Nate. Like, who else has she dated? She never did. I don't think she dated Carter. Maybe Serena. They, Serena yeah, did. Serena did. Yeah. I'm anyway. Look it up. So that happened. So then Blair gets really drunk. And goes outside to get some air. And this girl does something completely bizarre. This girl's like, do you have a light? She's drunk. And Blair's like, no, I don't have a light. And then this girl has a joint and puts a joint in. She's like, can you hold on to this for me? Puts a joint in Blair's mouth. Like, why would you do that? Why would you give your drugs to a stranger? Like, it's completely bizarre. (laughs) 
And then Blair's like, well, don't mind if I do. And then two cops come by. And Blair thinks that they're strippers, but they're just regular cops. And they arrest her because she has, I guess, drugs on her person. And she's being annoying and drunk and like, well, she tries like to it. grab one of their guns. I guess she's also she like, officer, let me see what you're working with. And it's like, I, the way I read that was she was trying to take his pants off. Well, she was like, oh, is that a real gun? And I think that's when they were like, no, you can't. <laughs> so Blair gets arrested and goes to jail and gets bailed out by someone. I don't know. But that's kind of where But Beatrice ends up kind of coming around, I think, because she's like, oh, my God. I didn't mean she for this to happen. also has kind of a heart-to-heart -heart with Blair. Where Blair's like, I like you. We're the same. <laughs> We're both monsters. Um, yeah. I don't know. Does anything else really happen in that? No, I think that's probably a pretty good summary. We'll have to... There are a couple more things with Blair well, to come no, back no. to. I mean, but, yes. Um, should we talk about the Serena and Nate situation oh God, that was yeah. like the whole thing is mystifying so there's all this stuff going on with gossip girl they've mm -hmm. been the gossip girl out of town basically because she's been accused of being responsible for <clears throat> chuck and blair's car accident right but i guess nate has done some sleuthing and thinks God, I don't even know how to explain this. It's because he found out that the car was, the car that they took was reserved for him. So then right. he is like, oh, what's going on? And then he does something and finds out that it was booked by, oh, okay. He finds out, isn't it like, um... Oh my god, this is insane. What Trip? Trip <laughs> is the one who like paid Ivy's Max, who is Ivy's oh, ex-boyfriend, yeah, right. to like oh pour out the brake fluid. And then Max like didn't do it, so then Trip did it because he's mad at grandfather. Grandfather. Um, and grandfather was really grandfather was like basically like you pussy because trip was didn't feel loved being, by he was being a, it's because he was being a pussy yeah well because trip trip was basically isn't trip like an elected official yeah, Tripp is a congressman, but he is, he doesn't think he's going to be reelected. Got it. Okay. And he Probably wanted to run for he's... governor. He is such a little, he's such a little pussy. <laughs> he's a little skinny little pussy. He is such a waste of space and... I'm sorry, like, maybe the fact he's not going to get reelected because he's spending all of his time, like, getting into this nonsense with his family. And, like, He's not what? out there 
taking care of his constituents. Yeah, he's like, not. Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, so okay, but so he he was he's like probably oh. like in he's probably in like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's district. <laughs> Oh god, he's like from he's like representing like the Bronx. No, no, no. But he's representing <laughs> He's representing he's Manhattan. Gotta... I'm sure of it. Like the Upper East Which Side, be, no? It would be funny, probably. It would be funny if you were representing AOC's district. That was but Um, he like inexplicably is representing like <laughs> East Harlem. It's like what? Um, actually that would I don't know. I don't know what the districts look like up there anyway um he he had such a weak i mean he had the kind of thought that i would have about brake fluid where it's like i don't know what brake fluid does he was basically like i don't know i didn't know it would cause a car accident but then i was He's like, I, thought was like it, I, I didn't know what would happen i thought <laughs> i thought you just hit a parked car it's like are you a fucking idiot he's going there are I just, it's like, you should be in, uh, let's, a prison abolition aside for a moment. <laughs> like, no, like what very... is wrong with you? There's yeah, so much, crazy. there are so many things you can do before you're like, let me tamper with the basic functioning of a vehicle in a way that could easily lead to someone's death. Yeah. Or, like, just maybe do a quick Google if you don't really know what it does before you, like... <laughs> and, like, also, what is, like, what is that going to do? Like, it, like, spooks him out of, like, going to Camp Allen or whatever. <laughs> or, like, then Trip gets invited to Camp Allen. I don't even know if that's it's, what it is. I think it's the Allen Retreat. <laughs> the Allen Retreat. <laughs> Camp Oh, I still think it's Camp David, but the Allen. I'm sorry, it's the Camp Allen David, retreat. But it's the Allen retreat. My apologies, the Allen retreat. Um. Anyway, so I don't even understand what he's like trying to get out of fucking with this car in the first place. It's like, what is the goal to? What is the goal? What is the end game of? this plan it's truly impossible to tell and the way that this is revealed to trip is the most convoluted like plan that i again was like not following from one moment to the i know next. i was <laughs> like and then maureen is introduced and i'm like what did maureen do so basically let me just kind of try to lay out what happens or like what you see as a viewer serena has written a column and is excited oh to publish God, it. Oh my God, this is insane. Because of Gossip Girl, Nate decides to pull the column. Because for reasons that are not no, totally it's because clear to me. Nate is getting this information about the car, maybe? Or like about this situation with the, with the car crash. So he's getting information from Gossip Girl and he's like, what do you want in return? And because Serena's whole column is to, like, take down Gossip Girl, even though it seems like it's just about her relationship with Dan. So then, <laughs> so then, 
Gossip Girl is like you have to pull Serena's right blog or whatever. So Serena finds out about this as she is taking photographs for the column, which is we have to talk about this PR stuff. This is completely insane. So they buy those like things on top of a cab, like I don't like the ad space on top of a cab. That and then like the you know kind of like the iconic Sex in the City intro with on the bus, but it's the top of the cab and then on the side of the cab, which I don't think is a thing, but whatever. And what is the column called? It's called like it's S's called, like, for S- Serena. Or something. It's called like S and S or something, or like oh, because oh, like Spectator God. and Serena or something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. And I was like, I don't like two S's next to each other. <laughs> like, just sidebar. <laughs> just bad vibes. So, then Serena is, like, standing by the cab that has her face on it, and then she's holding up an iPad that's All supposed right, it's to... Called, it's called S by S. Okay, that's really bad. So, she's holding up an iPad that's supposed to show the column, but it just in this big, like, black text is, like, no longer, like, available, or, like, this page <laughs> does not exist or something. And it takes her so long. Like, one of the photographers has to be like, there's nothing there's on the page. There's <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, what? What? What's going on? And then Nate has some, like, weak excuse of, like, oh, it was bad timing, we need more time to get more whatever, like. So, yeah. and then, so Serena is outwardly pissed off about this, and she goes into Nate's office, and. To, like, talk, because she wants to talk to him. The receptionist is like, he's not in there, and Serena's like, it's fine, I'll wait. So she goes in, sees this email from Gossip Girl. And just is able to pull up like a word document with her spec with her spectator column on it, and just press a button that says like publish. I know she like literally it's it's shocking, but also you don't see what it says like the, the Nate subject has, line. Nate has of, four emails in his inbox. He does. He does. He keeps he keeps a clean inbox. He, the, the, the subject line of the email is like, now that you've taken Serena's column down, I have something, or like, it's like, implies that there's like something in the body of the email, like new information that we don't see. And I'm like, did I just read the subject line wrong? Was that just something that like, they didn't think through? Like, it just seemed like there was like some piece of information that we weren't getting, but I just was like... Is this just an oversight on the show's part? Most of this is, at this point, just going right over my head. But basically, (laughs) Serena and Nate have this fight where Serena's like, you pulled my column because of Gossip Girl. And Nate's like, you're fired. You didn't read about this thing with Trip. Blah, blah, blah. And Serena's like, you're a fool. Or whatever. And she storms out. And then... She's like, Trip would never do anything wrong. And it's like, didn't... Yeah, Whatever. of course. So, <laughs> Serena has Trip come over to, like, the Waldorf home. Because Serena lives there, confusing. Right. Don't forget that. Right. Which, With the 
butterflies. At this point, is like whatever. Why does she live there? It doesn't lives there make sense. because like three seasons ago, she got into a big fight with Lily. <laughs> Why did they live in their parents' house? That's a great question. Well, I guess it is kind of a great situation because. Well, the yeah, none of the parents are there. None of the parents aren't there, so it's actually so, kind of a sweet deal. She's like, Trip, here's like the situation, blah, blah, blah. And then Nate and grandfather <laughs> come out and they're all like, we were all in cahoots the whole time. And they confront Trip and Trip is like, he says the stuff about like, I didn't think anything bad was going to happen. But it's not clear. It's not clear to me why any of what happened happened. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't get it. I don't get it. To just stop asking questions. Um, so I think the last thing we sort of have to deal with is Dan. So Dan and Serena are fake dating because they wanted to distract. It's not Well, whatever. It's They wanted to like cast attention away from Blair's weirdness. Yeah. But Serena is, like, catching feelings. But Dan Mm -hmm. is dumb and, like, doesn't notice. Dan's trying to stop fake dating Serena because his publishers really want him to publish a sequel to his first book. But he wants to write, like, a modern Western. (laughs) Or, like, like speculative fiction or something. And it's like... It's like these genres are wildly like all over the place in ways that seem unrealistic. Also, they were like, you're going to be the next Jennifer Egan or Chuck. I looked it up because I was like, I don't know who that is. Chuck Harbach, who wrote one book, which was which was acclaimed, but like not. He's not like he's not like a super prolific author. It was just so funny that that was like who they chose. Right. Um anyway. So he's trying to break up with Serena, but Serena keeps being like, "Oh, can we just like stay together until the wedding for Blair?" And Dan's like, "Okay, but like not after the wedding." And then, yeah, that's basically. There was. He goes. Well, let's see. Is there anything else? He does one episode. He does one other really insane thing, which is okay. Blair wakes up in the morning after her bachelorette party. Oh she my god, yes. Extremely, okay, yes. This is insane. This is what we have to talk about. This she is crazy. Is extremely hungover. Yeah, And this was the other shot that I thought was funny where it was like, oh, there were a couple like this. There was one where um, Serena, Nate, and Grandfather were standing over Trip and it was like shot from behind them and like down, which I thought was really funny. And then there was this shot, which I think was supposed to suggest Blair's like dizziness from her hangover but it was like this weird like angled shot from Serena's perspective of Blair and it's just so strange but anyway Blair's like I found 
these, I found Louis' vows in my desk and I read them and they are so good. Like, finally, I feel like, okay, this marriage is a good idea. He really sees me. He really understands me, blah, blah, blah. So, like, nothing has ever touched my soul like this. Like, yeah, this person yeah. knows me. She, they, he, they know, he knows me through and through. He is yeah. my, there's no question. Yeah. And then <laughs> the last scene of the episode is like, Dan gets a note from Louie that's like, thank you for writing my wedding <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hey, dude, thanks for that solid, like, thanks for that solid. And I literally was like, oh, what? I literally think I gasped. I was like, oh, how dare he? I was just like, what is it going on? I cannot imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Okay, so it's so unfortunate that three people are now in love with Blair. I will say, uh, this is something we didn't touch on, but Chuck does go to Blair and Serena's late at night when Blair... So Chuck is still, like, trying to get in there, and Serena kind of shuts that down. Um, Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I am... I know that we talk about this every week, but it is insane how much Nate has just been, like, sidelined, shoved into, like, a corner. Like, he's just, like, such a... He's so useless on the show. Like, his storylines are just so nothing. It's tough. (laughs) Nothing much more to say about, about poor Nate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it was, it was a strange episode. It was fun to see Blair a little bit less anal retentive, but... Uh, A little less inhibited. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. God, this show was still so boring, though. (laughs) That was a light moment for me. I enjoyed it. I was having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall... Overall, this one didn't go down badly for me, but I didn't enjoy it either. Yeah, I feel similarly. I was playing solitaire through most of it. (laughs) Kind of had two windows open of approximately the same size. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Um, Fantastic. What do you have you? Do you have recommendations this week? Um, Still watching Euphoria. Um, I'm up to date with Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's, it's wild. I did some gasps on that show as well. I was watching it today. Um, I'm almost done with the last episode of And Just Like That. It's really bad. Um, I don't recommend it. Oh, something I do recommend. This is a podcast. I follow this woman on Twitter and she's really funny. So... I started listening to her podcast. It's called Everyone's Business But Mine with Kara Berry. She's just very funny. She talks about, like, pop culture stuff. She's just, I think she's, like, a writer or comedian or something. I'm not sure. But she's very funny. She talks about a lot about, like, reality TV. And so I listened to, like, her and some other woman talk about Sister Wives for, like, an hour and a half. And that was nice. Um, And then... 
Oh, I started rewatching the OC. Oh man. So I'm like almost done with the first season, which is tough because then I I don't have that many episodes left until it gets bad. So then I'm gonna have to re center onto something else. I don't know. Things are. It's. Uh, I'm like I want to go see a bunch of movies, but I'm still the co you know COVID. So I'm kind of holding out to do that. Um, and I've been very. It's hard to watch a movie on my laptop. I'll just say that. That's fair. That's fair. The conditions have to be pretty good for me to want to watch anything right now. But yeah. we're mostly just doing... We're watching a lot of stuff on Dropout. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I'm still reading but The Power Broker. I read I'm a about few three hundred and thirty pages in. Of course you are. Of course you read your books. Like I've read twenty more pages of this book. So let me tell you what I've read so far this year. Okay. I read Shuggy Bane. Mm-hmm. Oh, I read Last Stop. Okay. Which is not my favorite kind of book. But it's it's the same woman who wrote Red, White, and Royal Blue. She does like oh, yeah, gay like they're not YA. They like read like fan fiction, but they're sort like of. romance novels, yeah, kind which of. is like yeah. I just have very like people enjoy them. I have like very little interest in romance yeah, novels. I agree. Um, Shuggy Bane was great. Would recommend. Okay. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful world. Where are you? By Sally Rooney. I also thought was very good. Okay. Um, all you could ever know. We're like, <clears throat> sort of starting to think about whether we want to adopt at some point or what. So that's a book about. Mm. It's a it's a memoir about um, the author's like experience with adoption, mm. um, and like transracial adoption. Mm-hmm. No one is talking about this by Patricia Lockwood made me cry so fucking hard. It was very good and also made me glad that I am not really on Twitter any much. And then I read Good Company mm-hmm. by Cynthia Deprix Sweet Dupree Sweeney, who was oh, on okay. um Asperana. Asperana. Yeah. And I that one was okay. Um and I'm reading Clara and the Sun right now, which is very good, and Steven's reading Dune to me. So um yeah that sounds delightful um yeah i'm just powering through the power burger i was telling dad i'm sure i said this on this podcast my goal is 25 books this year Mm -hmm. when i hit 24 i'm hoping to do it pretty soon i'm just gonna spend the rest of the year reading the power broker (laughs) Yeah, and I hope to God I am done with this book before you start reading it, because that'd be really <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> if there was you'll, any overlap. You'll definitely finish it before I will. Well, yes, that I have faith in, but I don't know if I will finish it by the time you get to it. But it's well, it's about four books, so I should be able to read it within a couple months, but yeah. we'll see. I read, like, the first... 50 pages and was like I'll come back to this (laughs) I hear that um but yeah I I don't know it's no longer January so that's good we're moving 
moving through 2022 getting uh getting closer ever closer to death i was gonna say getting closer to death (laughs) getting closer to blair's hypothetical wedding um yeah i think uh, i think we're on a pretty good roll with the we're uh, we're like we're doing it man we're doing it um so anyway i think we'll probably leave you with that tonight but thank you for listening and we will be back next week to talk to you about another terrible episode of this terrible show absolutely okay bye guys, bye guys. <laughs>